Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. Just want to welcome everybody onto today's episode. It is episode, what, like 109, I believe. Um, it is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. I'm recording this um, after um, unfortunately being sick from a couple days. Um, I had a pretty rough weekend just kind of dealing with a little bit of an illness. Um, I had some trouble whenever I was speaking a lot, as you could as you could probably even tell from the difference in my voice. I have been feeling a little under the weather, but wanted to make sure to get this podcast up here for you guys. Wanted to make sure that I at least I'm, I'm addressing a couple of the things that are going on, especially with the um, you know with the Raiders having to go through a whole week of having this unfortunate, disappointing loss against the Colts, and then with the Lakers having so many days off um, until their next game against the Pistons on Friday. I really wanted to go in and get this podcast up so then that way at least we have a couple days to go in and talk about overall what's happened over the weekend and then as well uh, just to kind of talk about some things that can go in and um, hopefully change or maybe some things that we can look forward to over the week until the next game uh so so guys if um we'll go right into it and just start talking about the raiders um you know they had that unfortunate loss against the the colts um you know when it comes down to it i mean um the game you can kind of tell that there were some things wrong from the very get-go um, when it comes down to it you saw that the defense was really struggling when it came down to it they were having a hard time in my opinion being able to stop anything even when it came down to the run when it came down to passes um there was nothing huge they was never never really giving up big big plays or anything like that when it came down to the passing game um maybe fred taylor got a big run right at the end right after they scored a touchdown you know that's all kinds of, you know but overall the defense just besides maybe max crosby and a couple other guys that you can tell that they're playing their heart out that they're playing really hard but overall you mean when you have a certain level of, of talent out there you know compared to what you what else is out there i mean we you guys kind of seen it over the over the week over last week um raiders made all kinds of changes and everything made all kinds of moves and cuts and people retiring and everything you know, I don't want to go into all the details. I mean, I'm pretty sure almost everybody kind of has already seen it. You know, Blake Martinez retires, wants to going to become a, um, is going to becoming a, a, is a father, and wants to retire and become and uh, and actually, you know, be a father. And wants to go ahead and do that. And, you know, he um, you also have a couple of people like uh, Jonathan Abrams. He got released. He got a couple of people who got you know brought up and actually from the practice squad and everything. So you have guys who were not really been playing a whole lot of NFL games in these past couple of weeks now all of a sudden they're out there and they're you know they're expected to you know when you have um something like that when you have a lot of guys coming off of the practice squad or a lot of people who maybe teams were not really playing on a regular basis when they're out there and they're playing against other legitimate nfl players you notice the difference um that's kind of in my opinion when it what ended up happening now of course i really don't want to make any kind of excuses or anything like that for the raiders i don't want you i don't want you, anybody to get the idea that i'm okay with what happened on sunday i'm really not i'm i'm really i really had some time i really that's also also one of the reasons why i really didn't want to record yesterday i <laughs> i didn't really have any kind of way to be able to be content with what the raiders have been doing you know um I believe uh, Mitchell Reigns, uh, or Mitchell Reigns, one of the guys that I really look up to, he has his own, um, he does uh, the Raiders report on YouTube. Uh, dude is uh, really, really amazing. Um, I was having a hard time actually agreeing with him. Sorry, Mitch. I really don't want to be like that, but I was having a hard time agreeing with him that, you know, the, you know, with having, with being, being such a diehard Raider fan, and I, and I know he is as well. I mean, um, the dude 
oh, the dude always talks about the Raiders. Dude's always a really diehard uh, Raider fan as well. But I was having a hard time getting down with him, you know, understanding, you know, like how how difficult it must be or how how this organization, this franchise continues to go ahead and, and you know, just disappoint or bring so much disappointment to a fan base that loves them. Because in my opinion, there is no other uh, sports fan out there that's better than a Raider fan. You know, in my opinion, I and the three teams that I love, the Raiders, the Lakers, and the Dodgers, and I'm pretty sure almost every other sports fan feels this way about their teams. But I've heard from other people from that are fans of other teams. There's no other fans like Raider fans, like Dodger fans, and like Laker fans. Now I can understand again. Maybe you're a fan of another team, and maybe you've heard it from other teams. But until you're an actual fan, or until you maybe go to a game of one of these teams then you'll notice what i'm talking about but just to go and get off of all that but uh the raiders have such an amazing fan base we uh and, and i mean and i include myself in this we because um i waste my time i i spend my time i spend my money i spend anything you know i have on jerseys on hats on clothes on all kinds of stuff that you can think about my time you know just like mitch ended up saying on his post you know time is the one thing that we can never buy back it's one thing that we can never get back, you know, and, and it's I know I know it kind of sucks to get that serious or that that deep, but it, it is what it is. I mean, these guys make millions and millions of dollars and these guys get to play football for money. These guys get to coach a football team for money. And yet they're, in my opinion, disrespecting us in a way they're they're, they're being not just. Well, I mean, yeah, in a way they're it's being it's, in my opinion, it's a little disrespectful. For these teams, for these guys, not to go out there and not give it their all, not not put in a full effort, you know, and and I, and I really think that that's what. If you guys see, if you guys have seen it, the, his post game interview for Derek Carr, like, see, I'm not even, I, I really don't even want to talk about the game in this sense, but I really just want to talk about the team and what hopefully, man, can change because like I hate seeing. Um, I know me, I know a lot of people can probably say it like, oh, Derek Carr is a crybaby and this and that and blah blah blah. And I don't know, maybe yeah, maybe you're right. I don't really, I don't really know. But I, I, from what I saw, me being a diehard Raider fan, me being a fan of, I mean, again, I may be biased. I'm a fan of Derek Carr, but I, I, I saw it more as frustration. I saw it more as like he was pissed off, like how he mentioned in in the interview, he was he's pissed off that that you know guys are going out there every single day, you know, making sure that they do what they do in order, or, you know, doing what they have to do in order to get their body right every single week to, in order to practice, in order to go to sleep at night, you know, the things that they're putting their bodies through. And then you have guys who are not taking it serious, that are not taking their time to go ahead and, you know, better themselves, not taking the time to actually go ahead and, um, and, you know, give their full effort, you know, guys that are out there who are just collecting a paycheck, so to say, you know, when you hear something like that, you really are thinking like, well, damn, they need to just get rid of whoever that is, you know, and that's my opinion as well. I mean, hopefully there's some big changes when it comes down to it. I really just hope that this doesn't reflect badly for Derek Carr. I'm really hoping that they keep him along. So that that way, it's one of the plans that I've been hoping for for quite some time finally happens. Um, you know, I always wanted to go in and see Derek Carr um, or, or a young a young quarterback to be drafted. Um, there's all kinds of guys like CJ Stroud, uh, Bryce, uh, Bryce Young, even the guy from Tennessee, I want to say, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Brendan or, oh God, um, Brendan Hooker or something like that. Um, so, and he has a big game coming up against Georgia on Saturday. So definitely I'll keep an eye out for all that. 
I'm not trying to go in and say that it's already time to start looking at the draft, but hey, um, college football is going to be a little bit more entertaining for me rather than watching the Raiders every single Sunday, <laughs> you know, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just at that point now where I'm, I'm still going to go in and watch the games and everything, of course, I'm, I'm still a diehard Raider fan, but I'm not going to be expecting much anymore in this season, in my opinion. Uh, maybe you guys are a little bit different, maybe you guys are thinking differently or something like that, but if that is the case... Uh, definitely shoot me up a DM, DM. Let me know. Hey, you're rich. You're you're totally wrong. The Raiders got something. You know, give me some hope or something. You know. But at this point, I'm really just kind of hoping that that the Raiders just kind of um, evaluate all the players that are are that are performing, that are doing well, that are actually giving their full effort, and they keep them along, and they move on from the guys that are not, and they sign in new guys. They they build off of what they got. Hopefully, you know, off of whatever positives they got right now. And I'm not trying to make it seem like there isn't any. You know, there's um, some of the guys that we drafted. Dylan Parham, he's he's been, uh, you know, playing his ass off when it comes down to it. You have a couple of different running backs who are, you definitely see some good in them or definitely see some potential in them. I mean, you have Josh Jacobs out there already. I mean, dude's a freaking monster. He's arguably one of the top five running backs in the league right now, if not even better. Um, you have Max Crosby. He's one of the best edge registers in the league right now as well. Um, you know, you have a lot of a lot of different pieces in there. Um, I mean, I, without even mentioning Devontae Adams and all, and all the guys and all the weapons that we have on the offensive side. But when it comes down to it, it's a uh, it's going to be a week to week basis for me. If next week, if they look a little bit better, cool, I'll be happy with it. Any any victory we get at this point or anything that we can build off of, that's going to be just better for me. Um, but if it is the route that we end up going like, hey, we're going to be one of the top know top 10 picks in, in the in the nfl draft and cool hopefully we can get a good quarterback that's coming up i believe there's at least like four or five of them that a lot of people are talking about um my my opinion um cj shroud from ohio state will probably be my top pick um if not then maybe brendan uh, brendan hooker from from tennessee depending on how he looks for the rest of the season um, the dude's just super accurate. He doesn't have a huge arm or anything like that, but he's very, very accurate. He does, doesn't throw interceptions. He's not one of those kind of guys that does that. Um, CJ Stroud, I think, is really just going to get you the best of both worlds. Um, dude's in Ohio State. He's uh, shown year after year that he's able to go and do it. Um, you have Bryce Young um, you know, from Alabama. You have uh, I just think he's a little undersized. For being a quarterback who's under 200 pounds, you're going to get roughed up pretty quick, I think, in the NFL when when you're under 200 pounds and you're not built a certain way. Um, when you're not a guy who's um, short and stocky because dude's 5'11", he's not even six foot. When you're a guy that that small, I think you, it's really it's going to it just kind of creates more more uh, you know difficulty for you if anything. But I may be wrong. We'll have to go in and see exactly what happens. But hey. Um, We'll see what happens on on Sunday. We'll see what happens later on down the season and everything and all that. Uh, the main thing is just uh, hopefully they can close out, uh, you know, the rest of the season at least with having some sort of uh, you know positivity and having building off of something. And then um, we'll just see what happens kind of later on down the line. Uh, but we'll talk more about that on Friday and everything. Uh, you know, giving you guys like a little bit of a preview or maybe even talk about it a little bit sooner than that. We'll um, make sure to kind of just preview next week's game for the Raiders and go on from there. Uh, so just talking about, um, you know, being able to redeem yourself or being able to come back. Um, I did want to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. They ended up having a pretty bad game against the Kings and then came back and ended up winning a game against the uh, the Nets. Uh, but before I go and talk about all that there, guys, I do want to just remind everybody really quick. Um, if I haven't told you guys yet, 
definitely go ahead and check out my wife's page. It's uh, her Instagram page where she makes all kinds of, well, all kinds of different designs for chip bags. Um, she keeps the original packaging if you're, if you're wondering how she, uh, what, what we do, because I even help out as well sometimes, you know, trying to give myself a little credit there. No, I'm just kidding. But um, what we do is we actually keep the original packaging. We um, put that into... And like an, an individual bag that she makes uh, she designs it and everything you know she can make it customized and everything so if you have any kind of events birthday parties um cr christmas parties thanksgiving whatever's going on new year's anything like that definitely going to talk to her she can customize it for the particular um event or celebration you got going on but um in this case uh you know whatever whatever design she uh, she makes uh, she'll put it in there glue, uh, glue it all up seal it all up makes it look really really nice um one of the things i would say is that pictures really do not um make their give them justice you know they really are not really you really can't see all the design all the details and everything and all that and how good it really looks and unless if you see it in person um but if you are interested and if you want to check them out definitely go ahead and uh, check out the page it is rosie's designs est 2022 again rosie's designs 2020 um est 2022 i'll always make sure to go ahead and post them uh, or tag them as well on any kind of post that i have on instagram or anything like that um i'll also try to go ahead and put that on on facebook and everything as well so that way at least you guys have it as a reference but um any questions that you guys have on that you guys can also shoot me up a dm and i'll be able to go and help you out as well uh, speaking of shooting me a dm if you guys are looking for me in any kind of social media uh, you can find me on instagram you can find me on twitter it is west coast pod 702 west coast pod 702 uh, you can even shoot me an email as well it's west coast sports podcast at gmail.com uh, but just to get right into the uh the lakers here guys just so we can wrap up today's podcast i wanted to make this one a quick one as a as i'm starting to lose my voice and starting to uh you know get a little bit uh normado if you would <laughs> But uh, yeah, <clears throat> just to go throw a little bit of Spanish in there for you guys. But uh, the uh, the Lakers they were underway twice over the uh, over the weekend, uh, once against the Kings and once against the Nets. The game against the Kings, what can I say, guys? Um, <laughs> that was a pretty rough one. When it came down to it, I think uh, it, it was really just a matter of uh, I mean. Mike Brown and the Kings, they had a pretty good uh, a pretty good idea of how to go ahead and play against the Lakers, how to go ahead and uh, front the post against AD, how to make life a little bit more difficult, basically, for them, and not to make it so easy in order to score points. And even then, um, AD still came away with, with a pretty good game, 24 points, 14 rebounds. I mean, yeah, he played, he played a lot better against the Nets. Um, dude came away with 37 and 18, uh, so definitely got to see that he was um, playing a lot better. <clears throat> maybe a little bit more aggressive against the nets um but in my opinion it was more i mean it was a little bit of both really um but you also saw that the nets were really um you know guarding or, or defending ad a little bit more different than uh than the kings so you definitely got to see the differences in that uh, Lonnie walker definitely showed up i think that was one of the big things that didn't show up with the kings is you didn't have um any anybody else really show up you know it was all it was the ad show in my opinion and um, again, it was AD show and against the Nets, but you had Lonnie Walker came away with what 25 points. Uh, you had Austin Reeves who played an amazing game. That freaking left hand um, wrap around pass that he had, oh my god, <laughs> that looked like some LeBron J Kid magic shit, you know. 
um, absolutely amazing though i love the pass that he had if you guys didn't catch it you gotta go check out the highlights that thing i i still don't even know how he got it off i didn't even know that i didn't even know that guy was able to make that pass but um anytime i see him i always say the same thing that's one bad white boy right there you know i'm pretty sure a lot of his teammates are probably seeing it too but no i'm just kidding but uh definitely definitely really like the guy um you got to see that Russ was another, it was just playing like Russ again. He was attacking the basket, getting nice dump off passes, getting nice passes. Um, speaking of passing, I'm pretty sure this man has been looking at maybe some Shaquille O'Neal film. And I'm looking at my, my Shaq jersey right now. Because in my opinion, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people forget about Shaq. Shaq was a great, great passer. Uh, you know, he anytime that especially when he was getting double teamed and that's been one of the struggles or one of the things that i've noticed so much about ad over the past couple years his he's great at a lot of things but he's not, he wasn't that great he wasn't that great of a passer i mean he's working on it, he's looking like he's getting way better at it now and i'll be excited to see exactly where um where where that can go where where you know how far he can actually grow that ability you know, because him being such a great passer, you know, having that uh, nice dump off pass to a, a cutting or a diving um, uh, Pat Beverly was absolutely great. He had that amazing skip pass, you know, passes that are really only done by a few by, by a few players, you know, maybe like LeBron James, like his teammate. Um, he had a great skip pass. I think it was to Austin Reeves. You know, and the, when it comes down to it, I mean, if the guys, if, if this guy becomes a great passer, it's going to be absolutely a nightmare for teams. Because he's almost constantly getting double teamed. It seems like it's especially this year. He's he's starting to get double teamed a lot. And if he figures out a way to get the ball out of his hands to get it to the open player, I mean it's it's just gonna be unstoppable. You have you're gonna have multiple guys, LeBron James who gets double teamed, who knows how to pass the ball already outside of that double team. Then if you get AD who can do that as well, come on. Then you get Russ who attracts so much uh, so much attention whenever he's driving down the middle or driving to the basket. Like it's it's really going to be difficult for teams if they really start getting this going. You get three of your elite players, of your best players on the team, to all have a great ability of being able to pass the ball. You know, being able to get it to the open man, that's going to be incredible. You know, it's it's um, and it's one of the biggest things that I think that has been going on in this era of basketball is ball ball movement. You know, if you can't have the ball just in one person's hands, you know what the you know what the defense is, you know what the offense is gonna do if you're on the defensive side. You you're just gonna wait to see what this one player does. You know, as long as you stay close to your man and maybe help out a little bit with the ball handler, you're you're set. But with um, having so much ball movement nowadays in the in the NBA, it uh you know makes it more difficult in order for teams to be able to just guard or stay focused on one player. You have to literally guard all five players. And I think it's going to be um, one of the things that is going to is going to benefit the Lakers a lot a lot better. You know, when you have you know certain things kind of lined out, and you're still waiting to see more because I'm thinking there's some sort of a move, or you know, maybe when some players come back, like a, like a Thomas Bryant, like a Dennis Schroeder, maybe you can move away for some players because like players like Kendrick Nunn, like Pat Beverly, have not really been playing all that well. We're what 12, 13 games into the season now, and I haven't really seen anything from Kendrick Nunn, especially because this man was playing really great in the in the preseason, and it just seems like as soon as the regular season came around, it's like his his talent went away. And I think um, 
one of my favorite podcasters, Pete Zayas, ended up saying it. I think uh, it's like a monster situation. You know, he gets his talent stolen away from aliens or something. You know, but uh, hopefully that comes back to, to him or something like that. Or if not, maybe that might be one of the some of the players that the Lakers can piece together to come up with a trade or something like that. Um, instead of having to look for a trade for for Russ, because in my opinion, with Russ playing like this, I mean, you might as well keep him unless if some if the other team comes up with a, an incredible deal or something like that. Maybe that maybe that'll be the plan. But again, who knows? We have to really just kind of wait and see. But I've been liking what I'm seeing from the team as of late. Um, and now that they have this huge uh, this huge break, I think they don't play another game until Friday against the Pistons. You know, you can hopefully, you can hope that the the, the team's going to be able to go into rest. You know, AD's going to work on that back. Uh, you have LeBron being able to work on their growing. You have uh, Thomas Bryant and Dennis Schroeder. Hopefully they can come back in that amount of time. You know, so there's a lot of things, a lot of positives going on in this, in this, um, you know, once we are on this break, we'll talk a little bit more about, um, you know, some individual players. I really wanted to talk about AD. I'm really thinking that this guy's gonna have some sort of a MVP or maybe Defensive Player of the Year kind of award um, in his future. Hopefully for this season, I really just think it's gonna come down to if he's able to stay healthy. Uh, you know, because uh, him guarding uh, Kevin Durant for the majority of the game, uh, not maybe not the majority, but from some parts of the game, you got to see that this guy is really taking a um, you know a really he's he's taking it defensively. You know, he wants to go in and get that going. But the dude um, on the offensive side has been just dominant. Him, him having all those points right in the middle, having 37 points without having a single jump shot. I think he only maybe had like one or two jump shots the entire game, if that. But dude's been playing it incredible. Um, if he figures out in every single game that he has some sort of an advantage, whether if it's, it is going inside and being able to overpower the team, or if it is that he can go in on the perimeter and, you know, use his, his ball handling ability to get to the rim, then that's going to be the other thing. You know, if he, he he's that kind of a player where whatever your weakness is, that's his strength kind of a deal. Uh, but again, it is just one of the things that gets me so excited about this season. So excited to see Anthony Davis. You know, he, um, as I mentioned, if you guys haven't heard it, he's always been one of my favorite players. I've followed the dude ever since he was in the Olympics, um, straight out of college and everything, you know, but. I'd be excited to see what else comes up, um, you know, but we have, what, three days, three, four days until the next game. I have plenty to talk about. I'll talk about, you know, what it, what it might look like when T, when Thomas Bryant, Dennis Schroeder come, come back. Uh, you know, what are the potentials for Anthony Davis this year? You know, what I could expect from him or what I think um, people should be expecting from him. But we'll talk all about that later on in the week. Um, but until then, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I hope you guys had a great Monday. I hope you guys have a great Tuesday as well. Um, but if you guys have any questions or anything, you guys want to talk about anything, definitely don't hesitate to go and shoot me up a DM or anything like that. But uh, I'll talk to you guys hopefully either tomorrow or Thursday. We'll talk all about any one of those subjects that I mentioned there, and we'll just uh, keep it going. But until next time, guys, I hope you guys have a great day. Take care. Peace.